cannot hear what's going on here, but I hope, I hope that you guys have audio. Let's just hope. I don't know. I, I, I can hear the welcoming, but you can hear the welcome song. <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to uh, another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. I hope everyone's having a wonderful Tuesday night. Yeah, it's Tuesday. It's a new year. It's a new year. We have made it to a new year. I think we have audio. I think we're doing okay. We can hear the like, welcome song playing, which is nice. Yeah, normal. that's unusual. Yeah, usually, but we couldn't hear the intro playing, which is not usual. Usually we can hear the intro playing, but everybody on the YouTube could hear it, so. You're finding inventive ways to boomerang. Yeah, it's like- <laughs> Keeping it's it all, fresh. It's all new boomerang for me. Uh, it's a new year, new boomer. I'm excited. I hope you guys are having a great 2023 already. Uh, we're gonna smash the state in 2023. That's my goal. I'm tired of it. Tired of the shit. Uh, guys, before we get too much too much further into it, let's talk about the sponsors. Of course, we got TopLops.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break Cycle, where you can get this great Epstein didn't kill himself bright purple hoodie that you see me wearing tonight by using BTC at checkout for a 10% discount or joining the Patreon subscribe star or becoming a member of the YouTube channel under all of my uh, YouTube videos where you can get into a private Discord server and get up to... Uh, 30% off up to two weeks before it goes to the general public. Uh, that's great stuff. Really, it is. If you're doing five or 10 bucks a month on the Patreon, you're helping us get people into the studio, which is important. Um, but also you're supporting Top Lobster and the show and uh, and uh, you're really saving money if you're buying Top Lobster's new gear. You know what I mean? You're actually saving money and supporting two creators. And uh, Top is going on Tim Pool. Yeah. Yeah, Top will, Top will be on okay. Tim Pool. Tower Gang, right? Yeah, well, it's, I think Pop and Clint specifically, but they're oh, both okay. from the Tower Gang, uh, so they'll be on the show. I think I think it was the seventeenth. I don't know, but that's going to be probably the best episode of Tim of all time. Existing. Yeah, and it's probably going to be the best show that, that Tim's ever had. Like, I'm very should excited. Should we start? Should we start betting odds on whether or not they'll be thrown out? Uh, I yeah, probably. <laughs> and and Todd and or and uh, and and to, uh, Top has already told me directly. Uh, that he is going to mention us first. So our show is going to get a shout out on TimCast. Top, yeah. I love you, man. <laughs> yeah. So I'm stoked about that. Of course, executive producer of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today, see what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. They help organizations solve unsolvable problems in technology and HR arenas. Uh, their team leads by example. Anthem consultants have led their own organizations through demanding periods of change. Now they help clients succeed in the face of technology and personnel challenges. Plus, Amy Lepore is amazing. I talk about it on the show all the time. I don't really, uh, I don't really care if you're tired of it. Amy Lepore is amazing. We need to bring her back on the show. I'd like to get her and her husband into Iowa and have them on the show. Uh, we have great guests for you guys tonight. I'm super excited. Uh, I'm, I mean, it's just nice. Oh, for those of you that don't know, I got my Twitter back yesterday. Uh, 18,000, 18,300, 18,400 followers on Twitter, all returned of the 19.7 that I had before. Um, and so I finally have my pipeline back. I have, you know, multiple 500,000 plus, uh, accounts that follow me on there that I could no longer contact when they took my Twitter from me. So really kneecap the show. Our click-through rate just got absolutely destroyed. Uh, it was it really messed up the show really bad right before we were getting ready to make some great changes. So it's nice to have it back and uh, nice to have my friend on the show tonight that I couldn't get a hold of for a while, which was kind of sad. Uh, but before we talk about him, let's check in with my co-hosts. Of course, we have uh, Mr. Ryan Kurt. Sir, how are you doing tonight? 
Doing good. Well, Harry, and can I get some Yep Cox in the chat? Yep Cox in the chat for our uh, nerdy friend over there. And of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. AJ Fisher, sir. How are you doing tonight? Doing fantastic. Getting over the crud. Yeah, he had the, the crud's he, been through the Midwest this week. He, yeah, he had the, it, and, and he did. And, you know, my son uh, had a 24 hour puking bug the other day. Oh. Uh, and, uh, Several times I was holding him and catching his vomit as he was throwing up, and it was, I hate throw up. I hate throw up. But when it's your child, you got to do it, man. So yeah. uh, it was it was very heartbreaking because he didn't know what was going on, and he, he was covered in puke. I was covered in puke. I'm holding him standing in the living room trying to get him to finish because we got wood floors, so I was like, oh, we'll clean that up. You know what I mean? Uh, but he's like, Daddy, lay down. Daddy, lay down. Like he's like shaking, wants to lay down with his, and we're covering puke. And I know I have to go get in the shower with him. And I was just like, it was, it was heartbreaking because I wanted him so badly to be able to lay down, you know, and he was, he wanted to lay down. It was sad. It's sad. Uh, guys, we got a great show for you tonight. I'm very excited uh, to have my good friend uh, back on the show. He is the host of an amazing podcast. If you haven't checked it out, it's the one American podcast, Mr. Chase Geyser, sir. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Obviously, my voice sounds uh, robotic because I'm uh, fighting off a bug, but it's an honor and a pleasure to be with you, man. Love your content. Love your message. And uh, frankly, I just love your attitude, man. We need more attitude like you guys and this sort of Liberty podcast space to take this country back, I think. Well, I appreciate it, man. I really do. I'm a big fan of yours as well. I think you've grown exponentially. and You've had some great guests on, man. I mean, we're talking, you've had Steve Bannon on the show, Gavin McInnes, uh who else dude so many you've had just so many badass you got a big show coming up too right actually i don't i don't have anybody booked right now so if you have any ideas let me know oh shit we got it we'll 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 talk buddy we'll talk maybe you can get brandy awesome. love back on the show yeah that'd be great or dave smith i've been trying to pull him forever man yeah dave is a hard one he is a he's i know a, he's very hard he's it's too like, cool he's yeah, too cool yeah he, he is um well funny enough i think that dave smith uh, and several other big names, Louis J. Gomez. These guys are all going to be on uh, Tower Power Hour in the next couple of weeks as well. So yeah, they are. They talked about it. In part of the problem, but also Chase, to answer your question that you so kindly super chatted. Uh, now it's your turn to talk. <laughs> yeah, it is your turn. It is officially your turn to talk. Talk, Chase. Uh, thank you for the ten dollars super chat. I appreciate that. Uh, You're welcome. It's not. It's not worth what it used to be. No, no, it's it's a, it's worth about two twenty five now. I think a ten dollars right. worth about two twenty five after uh, YouTube fees and inflation. Uh, but you guys know, as per the usual, if you drop super chats, uh, you get to uh, have them read on the show, and we appreciate it because it helps us uh, get closer to that goal of flying our guests into the studio at least one or two a month, uh, which is the is the the ultimate goal. Now that we had the full studio set up with uh, all the seats and everything, so. Uh, that's a way to help us. We appreciate it, uh, guys. We got we got to talk about we got to talk about the football game, I, and and it and it's it's it breaks my heart. Heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> yes, we we had the same joke, buddy. We had the same joke. Uh, it is heartbreaking. And here's here's you know I'm uh, first of all for Demar Ham, Hamlin, Hamlin. Uh, yeah, Demar Hamlin. Uh, I feel terrible for him. That was a terrible thing to happen on national television. People all over the country watched it. Uh, it was it was very it was a very tra- sad and, and I'm sure traumatic experience not just for his teammates but for a lot of people that were watching it people that were at the game uh, I'm sure it was terrifying. It was one of the top three most terrifying football things I've ever seen, and it's right up there with the time Johnny Knox uh, put the heels to the back, put his heels on the back of his head. So I can tell you when I was a kid, I was watching a Lions game, Detroit Lions game. I don't remember who it was, a lineman or a linebacker or something, and he got 
like basically folded in half too. And, and they were working on him on the field the, the same way they were working on Damar Han, Hamlin. Um, so it, I remember it being very exciting as a child. So if there was kids watching the game, I'm sure it was very exciting for them as well to see someone just pass out like that. Um, now, now this has become a highly politicized event. Um, and I get it. Like, I understand that, right? Like I have not been friendly, uh, to the vax culture during COVID, the COVID regime. I, I think it's bad. I think it is hurting people. Okay. And, and I believe that with my heart. I personally think that this was caused by a trauma. Now, let me, let me preface this. Okay, there's a lot of people out there saying nobody's ever died on the football field. This is this is not normal. Blah 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 blah. It is it is it does happen. I had a friend I had a friend in high school that actually just crashed out at a football practice and died. Okay, heart. Oh, sorry to hear that. Heart thing. Um, 2001, there was a Minnesota Vikings player that died during practice. There, right. correct. In 1970, there was a Detroit Lions uh, wide receiver that fell in the middle of a game against the Bears at Tiger Stadium and died of a heart attack on the field. Uh, there was, here's, here's my, my thing though. Uh, a, a lot of people came out and said it looked like uh, commotia cardis, right? Which is a trauma to a certain ventricle of your heart that can, that can stop your heart due to an arrhythmia, okay? This has actually happened in professional sports before. It's more common in hockey and football. Hockey and not baseball? Or sorry, hockey and, and baseball. Yeah, okay, baseball, that's what baseball hits you in the chest. It is much more common in in baseball and hockey. And it's actually it happened on national television in hockey uh maybe twenty years ago. And it literally dropped exact it looked exactly the same. Okay. He took a slap shot to the chest, he went to skate, he kind of stumbled, and he just failed down and was out. And that's what it looked like to me. So that's what it looked like to me. I, and I, I want to be serious. Listen, a lot of people are like, oh, that hit didn't look hard enough. It's not about the, the violence of the trauma. It's about the right spot at the right time in the right heartbeat at the right, you know, at the right oh, yeah. rhythm. That's it's, how you use it, baby. Right, exactly. It's the motion of the ocean, right? <laughs> and so I watched this. I watched it several times. And that's, that's I got to be honest, that's what it looked like to me. It looked like a trauma to the left side of the chest. He he t performed the tackle. He took the the he took T Higgins, who by the way is on my fantasy team. Okay, so I didn't get very many points yesterday. But I I, I don't I was already at the playoffs. I lost in the championship game, and then uh, I was winning by like almost a hundred points yesterday already. Anyways, in my third place game, right? And uh, and so um, it looked like to me he hit him right in the chest, right in the perfect spot, and he got up, and then that arrhythmia started, and he fell down, and his heart stopped. That's what it looked like to me. But this is, it's such a highly politicized thing now. And this is, this is, I, what is more important to me is the culture, right? At this point, because it, sh it shows the lack of faith that tons of people across the country have in our healthcare system now, healthcare professionals, the government, uh, organizations like the NFL. Nobody believes. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I have had people chew me out on Twitter today for simply stating that I thought it was from a trauma. Yeah. And I've, uh, Toad and I went back and forth yeah. on it. On I got, I, I went back and forth with Toad on it in a, in a, in a chat too, about the same thing because it looked like a trauma to me. Now I, you know, don't take my word for it. I'm, yeah. I went to nursing I, school. I'm not like some, I you know talked I mean? with my mom with it about it for about two hours last night. And my mom is an MD. Yeah. And uh, 
she doesn't think it's a trauma. She thinks it's probably some sort of pre-existing condition. Uh, well, not specifically like a heart trauma. There might, she said, she thinks there might be spinal trauma. And no. that could have triggered something. It wasn't spinal trauma. There's no way. Not in my, not in my very professional opinion. Uh, it was, that, that's not a spinal, that's not what happens to spinal. When you, if, if you were to break your neck and have a spinal contusion like that on your, on your spinal cord, he wouldn't have stood back up. You don't stand back up. That's not something that happens when you break something like that. You fall down and you don't get up. I want to, I want to talk about how the, uh, the video was then systematically wiped off the net. I'm trying to find it right now. It's impossible. Yeah. Try and find the video. It's been wiped off the net. And when he goes to stand up, his right leg, you can see his lower leg um, wobble. It's his legs like were somebody, wobbling. It's that somebody that's been hit like, uh, like a KO in UFC, a real bad hit, um, where it's kind of like a flash KO and like you know, they don't have their legs. They got sea legs for a minute. And um, I, I saw that when I rewatched the video over again. Well, there's, there's two separate head. things here at yeah. play, okay? If it was a some kind of nervous system contusion, right, and or or spinal cord contusion or a, a break or something like that, you automatically lose the use of the things connected to those nerves, right, the, on those nerve pathways. Right. You you don't you don't stand back up and have full power and then just fall out. It's oh, not how I'm it works. Not saying it's no, nervous no, either. No, yeah. no, and I'm not I'm not either. You know what I mean? Um, I'm the jab guy. I'll make the jab argument. But also, you guys need to understand, or everybody needs to understand that when your heart stops. Your your blood's still flowing for a second, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. So when your heart yeah. stops, your brain doesn't just automatically stop right away. It takes a couple seconds for your brain to to turn off, mm-hmm. right? And so and so once the blood isn't flowing anymore, you fall out. So that that's what it looked like to me. It looked like a trauma, hit his heart, hit that perfect. You know, I think it's a one of the ventricles. Yeah, I know it is confirmed cardiac arrest. Yeah, and they were and they did comp- chest compressions and AED for nine minutes. Yeah. Which is a long time. Yeah, and uh, somebody in the chat was talking about like uh, in 2007, there was I think it was a Buffalo Bills player was paralyzed field. Like, why is this different? Because they like finished that game. The big reason why this is different that happened kind of as a typical football play, and you see injuries like that as a result of contract contact quite often and in the NFL and that wasn't anything terribly unusual seeing somebody stand up under their own power and then collapse and then have CPR performed on them. Yeah. I've never, never seen CPR performed and I've watched football every Sunday of my life. I saw CPR performed on the, on the lions player when I was a kid. I remember that for sure. Yeah. And I'm, but you weren't alive yet. No. Well, that was like 50 years ago. Yeah, totally. No, you're talking about the 70s. There, there was one in 71 where. Lions yeah, that was player. that was uh, um, uh, Norman. Uh, yeah, he was a wide receiver. And in fact, the funny part Chuck about Hughes. The, not yeah, Chuck Hughes. That's it. The it wasn't funny, but the the weird thing about that was he had just had a 36 yard reception, and he had only had five receptions on the season. It was by far his biggest reception of the year. And then he they ran one more play, and he was walking back to the line and collapsed. Yeah. heart attack and and they, uh, the family like sued the hospital because he had gone in for chest pains before and they didn't find anything he collapsed during training camp yeah as well yeah and he had he had a he had a, like a 78 or 80 something percent blockage in one of his Jeez. yeah one of his uh arteries so. yeah what, what what do you think chase have you watched it yet have you seen it oh yeah i just found the clip yeah. so 
Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I agree with, I take your point. I agree with you that it's, it's obviously indicative of a bias to assume that anytime anyone has cardiac arrest, that's the vaccine. And I agree with you that I'm anti-vaccine, uh, uh, these vaccines, especially the mRNA ones. And I saw it died suddenly and I thought it was compelling and it convinced me that there's probably something wrong with these vaccines. And I have family members who've had serious side effects uh, of the vaccine. Um, my wife's uncle got the vaccine and walked with a limp and like couldn't feel his left leg or left arm for like two weeks. And, you know, normal, normal, healthy guys, I never heard of a vaccine causing that sort of a reaction before. So I'm, I'm no friend of the vaccines either. Um, but that being said, it doesn't mean that every time somebody collapses, right. it's a result of the vaccine. But I do think it's really strange that there's been like a whole pattern of you know, high school kids well, over, collapsing over, on soccer fields. Well, you know? no, over 1,600 pro athletes around the world over right. the last year, which is a, a astronomical spike. Right. I mean, we're talking like a like a 1,500% spike in, in this shit. It's right. It doesn't have to be the vaccine here for the vaccine to suck. Right. Like, you know. Right. Exactly. And I was looking through a list of documented cases cases of that and some of some of the cases were thirteen year olds going yeah. into heart failure after like a brisk jog. Which is which is I wanna be clear, happens as well. It does happen. Very, very, very rarely. Rare. Yes. Very rarely very rare. does that does that happen. Okay, not not to the point of where we need whole ass marketing campaigns from uh pharma companies about it but it does happen yeah there there was a kid in my high school that went to heart arrhythmia during class because i you know the <laughs> big cans of monster yeah he chugged two of them yeah well he was that was an idiot <laughs> yeah. that's what we like to call those people dum-dums right um the darwin award winners and i would have and i've talked about it a lot on the show too like i was never an anti-vaxxer at all i was not me neither okay? Uh, COVID made me very skeptical and my fiance made me a straight up anti-vaxxer. Right. And, and, and it was because she gave me compelling proof on a lot of this shit. But I also want to be clear as well. I know personally three people now. Okay. Over the last year and a half in their thirties or younger who have in one year got diagnosed with an aggressive cancer and died from an, an aggressive cancer in one year. I also have a friend currently, and I, I'm not going to say his name because I work with him and stuff. He is, him and his wife were the only people at our job that, that di didn't go against the vaccine mandate. Um, and his wife got a mass in her arm exactly where they put the shot in that. She's actually going like this week to get, a, to get it taken out and a biopsy and stuff. Okay, that's fucking crazy, dude. Like, and that's not me being like a tinfoil hattist, right? Like, that's legitimately is happening. Okay, now, now I know, I know people who've passed away from cancer in my lifetime. Okay, you know, one here very rarely, one here very rarely, three that are in their thirties and younger from an aggressive cancer they found in the last year dead, unheard of, unheard of. Okay, all three vaxxed. Cancers are up, like an um, insane spike. It's a, it's a, the, the, the miscarriages are up. Yeah. Yeah. I, all I know is that as Blood soon as clots. I got the vaccine, I started having heterosexual thoughts. Oh, geez, dude. It really <laughs> fucked you up, huh? What if that was like the catch? Like the vaccine really worked and it could save lives, but you would never be gay again. 
I think the leftists would hate it at that point. They wouldn't take it, right? They wouldn't take it. What do you then mean? Be... What do you mean I can't be gay anymore? That is a great <laughs> hypothetical. That's one of the best hypotheticals anybody's ever brought to the show. I don't. I, that might have been better than your uh, your. Uh, oh yeah, the George Floyd. The George Floyd yeah. one. Yeah, that's a good hypothetical too, though. Yeah, what's it, the George Floyd one? Is it, so AJ AJ brought up. I'd like to hear tell, it. Tell him. Yeah, yeah. Ask yeah. Him. Let's see what he has. So to what was he agreed upon? Number thirty million. Yeah. 30 million yeah george floyd's family was awarded um a, a cash settlement after his untimely passing and uh the hypothetical is you have a magic wand that can bring people back to life and the offer is george floyd's family we will bring george floyd back a hundred percent the day he left he'll be intact but you have to give back the money what do you think his family would do? I think that they would give back half and settle and settle for Harriet Tubman. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, Chase, well I missed you, buddy. Well I said it because it was offensive. It was it was offensive. Yeah, absolutely. I made an offensive joke on Twitter today, and I'm very proud of myself. It was a picture of a chunky black man on the ground, and I, I said Lori Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot collapsed on her way to South Chicago to pick up an eight ball, and everyone's there's some mad people in me right now. I don't give a shit. I thought it was funny. I oh cannot God. comprehend that Lori Lightfoot is an actual human being. Yeah, I can't. She looks like fucking. She looks <laughs> like she looks like it's she looks like it's both Beetlejuice has made a baby. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Both yeah. Beetlejuice. She's just a goblin. She looks like she She's looks like if had a Lord of the Rings. She looks she like kinda, she kind of does, does it for me. She does it for me. She does it for Chase. Okay, that's all that matters. Whatever Ever about, since buddy. I got the vaccine, I really wanted to bang Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, so she literally looks like if Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show yes. had a baby with Beetlejuice from the movie. Yes, that's literally what she looks like, and she didn't used to look like that either. It's fucking crazy. Girl, do something with the hair. We can work with it. Yeah, Just do something on. with the hair. Get through the bell on. We can work something out. Put some high heels on. Hairline on a no, woman. put some high heels on, and anyway. Anyways, I don't know. It's crazy to me. Guys, I got my Twitter back. I'm very excited about this. How did I not know that? I'm so excited about this. Do you guys have no idea? Like I've been I have been banned from Twitter since um November twelfth of two thousand and twenty one. Are you gonna get a blue check mark? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm gonna get a blue check mark for for the simple reason that it helps with your outreach, right? Like in your and your and your numbers and stuff. And um, I didn't know that, but Top Lobster had to tell me because you guys know I'm a boomer. I don't know about any of this shit. I don't even know how to get the blue check mark. Do it. Buy Twitter blue, but I don't. I don't have an iPhone. You can do it on YouTube and find out. Yeah, I don't. I don't do. I don't do. I don't do Apple products. It's crap. What? Yeah, I don't do Apple. I don't do Apple products. Hasn't been the same since Steve died. It hasn't been the same since Steve Jobs died. Yeah, I'll I'll take your advice on guns. No, listen. I, I was. I know technology. I had a Windows phone. Did you guys ever have a Windows phone? I had a Windows Jesus phone for a Christ. while. I had a. I had so, a Windows phone. So here, I had. So the, I did fucking try it. It sucked. I got an Apple phone. and went. Oh my god! How have I been wasting my life this long? Well, I had. I had yeah, the so first. So my first smartphone was the first generation iPhone. Oh, that's I literally cool. Upgraded from. You still have it? God. No, my brother does though. I think he still uses that motherfucker. <laughs> No okay. way. No, so so no I'm pretty sure You're so sick of Angry Birds, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I so I I uh had that 
Um, and the thing that I had before was the Nokia fucking square brick phone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I so I had the first generation iPhone, and then my very next phone was the first Evo. Do you remember e- the Evo? They had the kickstand on it. They had the kickstand on it. It was the first kickstand phone. I don't even remember. I know for a fact because well, well, Ryan was like eight when this came out, or maybe younger. So I'm sure he doesn't remember it, but. So then I got the Evo, then I got the Evo 2, then I got a Windows phone, and then I got my first Galaxy, and I just never looked back. I've been a Samsung guy ever since. Do you guys remember the Razer phones? Do you remember the, how awesome the yes. Razer was when it came yes. out? Yes. Yes. Oh, Those I take it back. the rage when I was in middle school. I take it back. I take it back. Wait. I was a Nokia guy forever. I take yeah. it back. I went yeah. from Nokia. I, I take it back. I went from <laughs> Nokia. My first smartphone yeah. was a fucking sidekick, dude. Oh do you remember the sidekicks? Do you remember that those chase? Were you oh remember? yeah, I remember the sidekicks. The, with the flip yeah. screen, the screen flipped up, and you could you, you, can, you can set it. it. Yeah. No, it didn't. No, no, no. It was like it looked like it looked like a video game controller, and you yeah you you like flipped the screen up, and then you just typed on it. Like oh, that. that's yeah. right. Yeah, I thought the I thought the heat and you could get like and it was so hipster. Like you get like hanging jewels for it and fucking. <laughs> You had like they oh had all God. kinds of different like lights and shit that lit up when it rang and fuck. You know you remember? Did you, you remember? have a bedazzled? Oh, dude! I had all the shit. I had like a fucking Curious oh. George figure hanging from it and all kinds of shit, dude. Are you kidding me? I was like, a, I'm a gamer. Of course, I had like all the weird shit on there. I didn't get a smartphone until I was 20 because I had to for class, <laughs> and I got oh, it. Shit. I got a hand-me-down two-year-old iPhone five. From my aunt because they upgraded one of their their like eleven year old dog. Was that like the indestructible one, like the first indestructible? I, one? It was they, the best one. They it was had the best it, one. They had a brick of an otter box, so I could have thrown that thing in a wood chipper and it would have survived. <laughs> wow, dude, that's crazy. I still have it. Um, Chase, what what phone are you rocking now? I'm rocking an iPhone. What's the most advanced iPhone? I think this is an iPhone 11. I don't know. It's not the most advanced one, but it's like the second most, is it second like, most is it advanced like the one. the real big one? 13? Yeah, it's big. I think 14 yeah. Maybe. is the Is it a 13? Yeah. I don't know. Have you guys, have you guys seen the um, have you seen the phone case for that that has uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with a rocket launcher on it? And then it's got the what? little three dots at the end of the... <laughs> it's so cool. One of my very favorite things. We're back. We're back. We got the boot. We got the fucking boot, dude. I couldn't believe it. It totally froze up on it entirely. Make sure all our cameras are still working. What's that? Yeah, we we talked shit about the Windows phone. That's where our downfall was. It It wasn't the Windows phone conversation maybe it was we were is that what we were he talking angered about? bill gates oh i like the windows phone by the way i enjoyed it i think it needed a few tweaks i think we're back i'm just waiting for people to be in the chat to tell us that that we're back and everything's good yeah. david says we back yeah i don't remember, i don't remember what we were talking were we still on the phone conversation is that what we were having where are we oh yeah we got me on the phone but we need to talk about andrew tate you want to talk about Andrew Tate? Yeah. Oh, okay. We talked about Andrew Tate a little bit on the last show, I think. But I'm okay with yes, that. Yes, but not not after his arrest, though. Oh, hold wait, on. I got oh, Chase. Oh, you had Sneeko? There we go, Chase. Yeah. You had, wait, you had Andrew Tate on your show? No, Sneeko. No, I had Sneeko. It's like his protege. Really? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, Sneeko was like a YouTube darling when he first started out because he made like these well-edited 
video essays and he's just kind of evolved into some derivative of Andrew Tate and people hate him now. Oh, I, I listen, I, I talked about it a little bit on the last show, the Andrew Tate thing and how, you know, people are like, Oh my God, he got raided for sex, sex slavery or whatever. And, and I was like, I, I was like, you guys understand that he's been raided three times over the last year, right? Like he got raided in April, he got raided in September and he got raided just now all at the same place. It wasn't because of a fucking pizza box, dude. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's bragged about bribing the, the cops in Romania a million times. So I think they raid him when they want to get a bribe. Something. But, but you also have to remember that somebody with, this is a man with a, a billion person reach, right? Like, I mean, this is a big reach that he has and he's saying things that are unpopular. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, the, the guy's really gone out and, and been anti-COVID regime, anti-tyranny in general. Um, now, I don't, I haven't gotten the chance to sit down. I got some stuff sent to me in the last show uh, that that someone says proves that he's a piece of shit, which, okay, he might be a piece of shit. That, and, in, and in, at that point, you know, wood chipper. That's how I feel. Everybody knows that about me. Yeah, but it's got to be innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> right, so and with the amount with the amount of people that that follow him, and the 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 reach and the and the um, you know the the way that he's able to persuade people into his way of thinking, uh, the government doesn't like that shit. Okay, and people don't like that shit. So he has a lot of enemies. And I said this on the last show. I've had people call my jobs repeatedly. I've had people call DHS to try and get our children removed. Okay, I, I mean I'm telling you, I've had and my reach That's isn't dark. My reach is not big. You know, what, what did you say to trigger that? Uh, dude, uh, so many things, buddy. So, so many things that he just really, <laughs> that he really hate. How much time you got? How much, yeah, how much time do you got, dude? I, 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 uh, you know, I, I showed a little support for Kanye once and that's never happened to me. I man. quoted the Bible a few times. People really hated that one. Called me an anti-Semite yeah. for quoting the Bible. That shit was hilarious. I couldn't that's fucking believe it. Okay. So the, the pizza box thing to me that felt that felt like it was put out there as bait like that was that was like yeah we did it reddit oh i i, I thought that was actually believable because that i watched that uh don't fuck with cats documentary where they find out oh yeah the internet's on the fucking the internet's on the wall dude. but then i like, like at, at first i was like oh yeah that seems reasonable but then it just felt like the more I thought about it, it just felt manufactured. The internet is undefeated. The the so so don't fuck with cats. Uh, so the funny thing about don't fuck with cats that it, that Facebook group that they were in, I was in that group oh, when that really? when all that shit was going on. Yeah, because I remember I remember following the whole thing, right? Like because I was like, this guy's a fucking psycho. So trying to find where the guy was. No, I don't know how to do any of that shit. But I was watching <laughs> other people do that, right? Like I'm a <laughs> dude. I can hardly hold the audio together on the fucking show for five minutes. Okay, you think I know how to search for people in Canada? No, dude. I don't fucking know how to do that shit. I'm a fucking I'm a dumb boomer when it comes to tech. <laughs> But I was watching other people do it, and it was like in real time. So like I'm watching the documentary, and they're they're talking about all the shit I was watching happen in this Facebook group, and uh, it was fucking nuts. But all I could think is this isn't a documentary about a serial killer, dude. This is a documentary about how the fucking internet is undefeated. Yeah. It's, it's unfucking defeated. It's a documentary about yeah. weaponized autism. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. You remember when? You remember when Shia LaBeouf put up that resist flag and people kept finding it and tearing it yes. down? I was <laughs> just yes. gonna say the same thing. That is one of my favorite pieces of internet lore oh. ever. Right up there with the dub dub the do competition. It's it's kind of funny now because you know Shia LaBeouf's like getting ultra based now. 
all of a sudden out of like a devout Catholic, but he's yeah. still like extremely mentally ill. I watched oh, yeah, an no interview doubt. with um uh, the dude Punisher. from the Punisher, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a good was interview. It was a good fucking interview, dude. Uh, but his his role in Transformers was absolutely moving, dude. A- yeah, absolutely, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely moving. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Hey, he, you know he, he his best movie, in my opinion, was Holes. If you haven't ever seen it, oh, uh, dude, Nymphomaniac Volume Two. I need to. Watch See, I've never that. I've never watched either of those movies. Don't waste your time. Yeah. I, I've never, I don't think I've, I don't know that I've watched any movies by that uh, director. It's about everybody's worst ex-girlfriend. Yeah. What is, what is the, uh... oh, he was in Lawless. It was pretty good with Tom Hardy. Remember I did that? watch, I did watch the Peanut Butter Falcon movie. He was in the new Wall Street. He was in the new Wall Street movie. Oh, yeah. remake, right? Was he? Okay. I, I watched the Peanut Butter Falcon movie was really good. It was really good. I don't, have a, pro- I don't have a problem table. with these. Like, I don't have a problem admitting that some of these people are really talented at acting. Like Robert De Niro is an outstanding actor. Yeah, he's a, so, he's a yeah. fucking dumbass in real life. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But it doesn't mean he can't act. It's like you know, do you hate Picasso just because he slapped his wife around? I mean, like that that painting. Yeah, you don't. I mean, <laughs> you don't. You don't hate Dana White, do you? Oh, jeez. <laughs> What'd she do though? What'd she do? She slapped him first. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Listen, we're on fourth wave feminism, bro. Okay. Oh my god. We are. We're on fourth wave feminism. If it, women women want to be just as good as men at everything, so if you're gonna if slap was, a man, if, if it was Kate, if it was Caitlyn Jenner, would people have been as mad? Absolutely not. Oof, that's a, like if Caitlyn Jenner slapped Dana White and he smacked her her back. Okay, would people have been pissed. But yeah. how many times would you let a woman hit you before you hit her back? That's probably that's, that's the question we should be talking about. Per- personally, as long as my a life lot. isn't threatened. Yeah, as long yeah. as my life isn't threatened, yeah. like if she's yeah. like beating the shit out of me and I'm like gonna bleed out, then yeah, I'm gonna do something. Yeah, I mean now now like restraining a woman like, yeah. like restraining a woman that's like beating the shit out of me. No, yeah, yeah. Like, listen, guys. After yeah. one hit, I'm not talking I'm about Mike Tyson, he's twenty one on her. I'm saying uh yeah, fighting fighting back, restraining and mm-hmm. stopping what's going on. Mm-hmm. How many how many hits do you let her get out of her system? Oh man, twelve. What if what if like what if you don't hit back and instead you just like whip out your dick? Like she hits you three times and you're just like, all right, my dick's coming out. <laughs> I've never done that. I mean, that's I try it. That's a good way. She to... stop hitting you, dude. She stop hitting you. Yeah, I think eh, I don't know. Then you just got right. decent exposure instead of assault. I don't think you. I don't think you understand Italian. I had women, an buddy. experience that that wouldn't have helped. That would have been worse. <laughs> I I don't think any of you understand Italian women. <laughs> I mean, I, I would whip it out and she would just start laughing. No, my as mad as as mad as my very very Italian uh, fiance has gotten at me over the three years we've been together. Uh, she's never once. Never comes blows. She's never hit me not That's once. Good. But she, she threw a lamp. What's that? Has she ever thrown a lamp? No, she did throw a cu- she did throw a cup of coffee across the living room once, though. Not at me, but across the living room. And, and, and when we moved in August, this happened a long time ago. But um, when we moved in August into the new house, I was pulling the big paintings that we have up in the living room off the wall, and there was one that still had like splatter coffee, coffee splatters <laughs> on it. I was like, "Oh shit, I remember that fight." That was a long time ago, though. That's that. I mean, that's not hitting a person. I mean, I'm not gonna. No, you shouldn't get violent and throw stuff ever. But if you're gonna do it, yeah, she she's never been. She's never been violent. But here's the thing: like, if I ever really fucked up, she's Italian, dude. She will stab me in my sleep. Punch a wall. Go punch a wall, guys. She will stab me in my sleep. Italian. That's the thing thing about those Italians, though. Feels pretty good. What's that, Jace? I was saying that's the thing about those Italians. Is like one of my favorite things about Italian culture is that the. The repercussions of wronging an Italian person are so disproportionate to whatever the original offense was. However, 
they will not fuck with you unless you do something wrong. Yeah, you got to right? really like, fuck. That's why I like the mob, right? The mob doesn't fuck with kids, yeah. right? They don't kill your family, right? But they'll kill you. Like there's like a, like they say there's no honor among thieves, but honestly, like I think the mob is a testament to the fact that there there there's something to be said for Italian crime culture, just culture in general, where there is like a code and there's just a code of ethics. Else's, just yeah. isn't anybody else's code, but they've got one. They yeah, I mean, there's a there's a code of ethics in prison, dude. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Legitimately. Absolutely. But Bro, you're not allowed to do a research. rabbit hole. I went down a rabbit hole. I watched this podcast, Concrete. Have you guys ever heard of it? No, Concrete no. with a K. It's good. And he's got this guy that comes on all the time that um uh, was in prison for like seven years for mortgage fraud or something like that. And I went down this rabbit hole watching videos on YouTube of like tips on how to survive in prison. And I can tell you right now that I would not do well. <laughs> well, it's I, and I get that. And and I uh I I went down a uh, crazy rabbit hole recently. Uh, I had an old buddy at work. He doesn't work with us anymore, but he was from Chicago, and he's like immersed in the rap culture of Chicago. And so, so to understand Chicago a little better, because a lot of people think that just all of Chicago is like this war zone hell. It's really like twelve blocks in South Caprina Chicago. Green. What? Caprina Green, right? Was it the name uh, of that neighborhood? Caprini. Caprini. It's, oh, okay. it's, I don't know. It's like a twelve. It's like a twelve Caprini block ra- uh, uh, radius uh, of South Chicago, of the south, of South Side of Chicago. That's like this projects, and it's fucking like a war zone. It literally is a war zone. But there's a there's a uh, a series on YouTube of thirty minute documentaries on different people in the war zone. Chicago and they call it the Chirac soldiers. Right. And it like, it like features a different rapper person or something in each episode. And I went down this rabbit hole. I've watched every episode. Right. And cause, cause I, I, I'm watching that shit. I, I know that yeah. this might sound weird to some people, but I actually like some of the Chicago drill rap stuff. Um, and I didn't really get into it until, until King Vaughn got killed. And then I, I started listening. I was like, oh, I gotta check out this King Vaughn guy. And I started listening. I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And then there was some other ones from there that I, I ended up really liking. Um, some of the guys that are smaller, not as big as um, Dirk and all them guys. But um, And so I went down this hole because I was like, well, I'm listening to the music. I might as well understand it a little better. And these people are talking very openly about their body counts. And I'm not talking about who they've had sex with. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, dog, I got 12 bodies. I got this. I got that. And it's fucking, they're like 15, dude. Jeffrey Donner's over on the side and he's just like, you only got, you only I got, got 13 12, bodies huh? and breakfast. <laughs> yeah. and, so and when they're, when they're killing these other people when they get these body counts, is it their ops, right? It's their ops. They call it, yeah, they call it the ops. It's their ops. Yeah. The opposition. So the opposition. their ops, what is, what are their ops doing? Is it crime related? Is it straight gang related? It's is all it, gang related, dude. It's all gang related. Yeah, yeah, it's all gang related, dude. And it's and, by neighborhood, correct? And it's crazy. It's well, it's it's all the same neighborhood. That's the yeah, fucked up part. Saying, like, it's, it's like it's, streets, dude. Yeah, it's streets versus streets. It's right? like streets versus, and you can be, and, and some of them are on the same street. They're just like they're just a couple blocks away from each other on the same street, dude. Yeah. There's like the wow. there's like the FBGs, and then there's like the the GDs, which are like the gangster disciples, and they're like it's like a the legit gang fight, dude. And I mean, I mean, when I first heard him say Chirac, yeah. I was like, I didn't come up with it. No, like, that's, that's it's exactly it's they say it is. in the they say it in the raps and stuff a lot too. Yeah, no, I I'm got saying, a question I'm for you saying, guys. That's I exactly what I thought, but yeah. you can't say that. Talk, you can't. Chase, you got to talk over these jabroni sometimes, buddy. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. I I was thinking, can a white dude be a hotep? 
I've seen a couple of white hoteps. I have. I was thinking about changing my Twitter name to Hotep Chase. Yeah, I've seen a couple of white dudes that have Hotep on their name on uh, online. Yeah, one of them talks a bunch of shit about me all the time because I, dude, he's I'm gonna uh, pretend to be his pal. Well, I, I'm usually I'm usually cool with like I'm cool with a lot of the Hoteps, bro. I've had Hoteps on the show. Hotep Jesus has been on my show. Yeah, I only know of the Hotep cool. Jesus. No, there's there, there's there a lot of them. Hotep. Hotep is like a is like a movement. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah Afrocentrism. Yeah. Uh, I've had, I've had, I had Hotep Jesus explain it on my show. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fuck it up by trying to explain what I don't understand. Basically it's a black version of a white supremacist. Yeah. Yeah. They're like black nationalists kind of, but they're, it goes deeper than that too. It goes. Yeah. They're cooler than that. Yeah. They're way cooler. They're way cooler (laughs) than that. Yeah. Uh, but, but, um, uh, so there's this one on uh, Whitey Hotep. That's what it is on on uh, on Twitter. He talks mad shit about me because c- he because I fucking put up that GoFundMe to to take my kids to Disney World uh, in 2020 or whatever. <laughs> he, got mad at he got so fucking mad, dude. He talks so much shit, and I'm like, first of all, I want you to understand that it wasn't my idea. The GoFundMe was not my idea. I did not I did not go. Oh, I'm gonna start a GoFundMe to take my kids to Disney World, right? Like that, that was not my idea. It was other people on Twitter's idea because I made a post that said, man, all I want in this world is to buy some dad sandals, like the Tiva sandals and take my kids to Disney world, dude. Like that's all I want to do because, because we had just got our kids from like a really bad situation and they, they had this really fucking bleak outlook on every single thing, dude, everything. They had this bleak outlook. Everybody was out to get them. They were speaking Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. They were like Ukraine, right? No, but they they were like they were like always victimized. Anything that happened, it was always a victimhood mentality. And I was like, I just need one big, huge fucking thing to help turn this around. So I made that post, and then several people were like, "Dude, I'll throw money towards it. Start a GoFundMe, you know." And I was like, "All right, cool. I'll fucking do it. See what happens." And we raised the funds, and we took all the kids to Disney World for fucking eight days, dude. Awesome. Yeah, it was totally dope. It was totally dope. You so know what why I mean? did Whitey Hotep have I don't a problem know. with that? He gets mad and talks shit. I see him talking shit because Disney's me. pedophile shit, or was he calling you a grifter or what? Yeah, he calls me a grifter. He said I'm a grifter. People don't have to give you the money. Yeah, I know. Well, and he's like, he's like, he's like, he said something about along the lines of, "Oh, I don't have to, I don't have to raise, I don't have to raise money for people to take my family on a vacation." I'm like, "Cool, bro. You ever take your family to fucking Disney World for eight days? All, all eight kids? No, fuck, no, you haven't. No. It's expensive, dude." And 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 yeah. we raised a lot of money, dude, to go. And I still spent like I don't know, several thousand dollars yeah. out of my pocket to make it happen, and it was yeah. a lot, yeah. dude. I don't know. Fuck you, Whitey Hotep. Yeah, guys, an I'm asshole. your ops now, dude. Yeah, we're ops. We're fucking ops. I'm gonna start calling people ops. That's a yep. that's a good one. I like it. Dude. I'm your ops, Whitey yeah, Hotep. We're ops now. Come to Des Moines. I'm easy to find. Yeah, come on, come on What's over to Des Moines, op- dog. Like an opposite? No, it's opposition. Yeah, opposition. Yeah, okay. their, their opposition is the that's what ops. the that's what the rappers in Chicago they yeah. call they call uh, their their enemies ops. This, yeah. this the ops. They're not just murdering random people because they don't care about the value of life. Yeah, it's the ops. It's their opposition. Yeah. It's their obviously. opposition right, yeah. right. When I'm exactly. not the whitest one in the room, let's go. You are the whitest one in the room still. Even even with Chase here, you're the whitest person in the room. Dude, <laughs> I'm pretty close, bro. I did my 23 and me. You did your 23. I'm Hitler's wet dream, bro. <laughs> Chase, you look English. You do I'm look German. English. No, his German. teeth are way too nice. Okay. Your teeth are way braces. too nice. What? I got braces though. Oh, uh, did you have braces? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. I never had braces. I begged and begged and begged for braces as a kid because I wanted them. Oh, I don't know. I was, I was weird. I wanted them. Have you been the kid with the clear ones? The weird kid with the clear ones? That no. My, my, my orthodontist eventually was like, okay, well, you know, you have a bit of an overbite, so we'll give you a retainer. 
I had a retainer. Of course, I was a skateboarder, and I fucking put it in my pocket and break it all the time. I threw it away. I threw it away in the dumpster at my job, prob- or at my uh, at my school on my lunch tray, probably thirty fucking times. Never needed that thing, but I I'd be like, I gotta find my retainer because my mom paid for it, you know. And she's like, she's like, you better fuck, you better get in that tra- that trash can and find oh, it right now. No. So I had to go you dig had, through. You had an overbite. Meanwhile, AOC is eating an apple through a picket fence. <laughs> Pickles right out of the jar. <laughs> Jesus, dude. I like uh, that was an old that was an old dumb blonde joke when I was a kid. Yeah, do you remember that? Oh, why why can't blonde. why can't dumb blondes eat pickles? Because they'll get their head stuck in the jar. Oh, that's funny. You don't remember that joke, dude? I used to know all the best dumb, yeah, dumb blonde jokes. All the best dumb dumb blonde. None jokes of the jokes I know are YouTube. Uh, oh, they're I'm not YouTube friendly. They're like something about tits. I used to, I used to, uh, do you remember, do you remember when you used to stand around in circles with your friends when you were a kid? Uh, like, oh yeah. Uh, your friends of all races. No. All, yeah. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, what's, fr- you had friends? What the fuck did we have friends? Uh, no, do you remember, Joker music. do you remember when you used to stand around in a circle with your friends, like back in the late nineties, even in the early two thousands and it, all your friends of all different races and tell racist jokes. And yeah. no one came before. I just, I just remember standing outside, uh, uh high school and weather's well, nice, obviously in Iowa. Just standing outside waiting for school to start. You just like before the day starts. You're yeah, just like I remember that. out in the hallway. Yeah, remember hacky sacks and yo-yos. Oh, I mean, yeah, that wasn't really my my crowd, but yeah, I hung I hung out with those guys. It too. was around though. Yeah, you know, oh, the yeah. tetherball. Such a fucking nerd. Yeah, we know. I usually had was. Mu- I usually had music practice an hour before <clears throat> oh, uh, school started. Me too. And I would get Me done too. with that, and then I would have like twelve minutes. Oh yeah, you played the flute. Started. I, it was usually the like saxophone that I was playing, or I was singing for a jazz choir. What'd you play, Chase? Trump, trumpet. Oh, well, at least you played a fucking like savage man instrument. You didn't play the fucking yeah. flute. I played I the, the Barry solo. sax as well. <laughs> the savage man <laughs> instrument. I uh, I just remember that, dude. It was like it was like I think that my generation is like the last generation of of people who aren't offended because we grew up telling your mama jokes to each other about fucking. You know what I mean? Like no, no one's get no one's gonna believe us when we say like when we were in high school, um, you, you could tell a racist joke and no one gave a shit. Yeah, everyone laughed. Everyone got made fun yeah. of. It was a it was a joke. I I mean, God, I'm, I'm gonna seem like an old man. I felt like we had it kind of nipped in the bud, guys. I really do. Yeah, in the I'll say in the like late we were very close. There was the, still a little bit of shit, but the mid to late nineties, dude. Like when we, I was twelve, I was adamant that some races were superior to others. <laughs> Eight hundred meter no one. best one. No, I, I'm I'm yeah. serious. When, when like the mid to late nineties, there was no. No, I'm I mean, telling you, there was yeah. no racism, dude. Nope. It was just like everybody. Yeah, but to be fair, me. I didn't know like my first black dude until I was in college. Where are you? Where are you from? Texas, born and raised. No, small town Illinois. Oh. There was one white. There was one black kid in my class. His name was Dusty Smith. Yeah, you got You guys got to understand. Small town Illinois is like small town damn. Iowa. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, but nobody was racist. But nobody like knew any black people. You know what I mean? So right. it was like it was like there was absolutely no diversity. But also, like if a black person came around. It was almost like people were too nice. Like, I'm not racist. Like, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, exactly. You know, like on accident, though. Like, they actually weren't, but they were like so concerned about being perceived as such. Well, it's, it's, it's funny to me because I'll tell you, I'll tell you the funniest thing to me is like all the people that I know personally that are my age that I grew up with that are like the most anti-racist, like, like vocally anti-racist people who are like offended by everything are the people that I know personally that would cross the road when they saw black people. 
throwing up and like yeah they're locking windows like like grab their purse tighter and like lock the doors and windows. yeah Yeah, like those are the same people that i grew up with that are now like the most vocally anti-racist people and like all the people that i stood around in the circle with telling racist jokes are are like the the people who are like oh dude i don't give a like nobody yeah i don't care about that shit you know what i mean none of these leftists ever banged a hotep no exactly (laughs) drive through irvindale drive through uh uh, beaverdale here The BLM signs are rob me last. It's not a true BLM sign. It's not. It's rob me last. Don't rob my house. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, it's pure virtue signal. It's, it's like a start, dude. Virtue signal. Like, all, all the, and all the dudes that I grew up with, that, that, like, I'm serious. The ones that stood around and told your mama jokes and racist jokes and shit. And, and I, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning before we started school while they're smoking joints. Right? Like, they're yeah, all I made the ones a Harriet Tubman like the... joke. Huh? So like, 30 minutes ago, I made a Harriet Tubman joke that was horrible. I'm absolutely not a racist. <laughs> <laughs> well and i'm serious i'm serious like, i'm like we, just like uh, to your point yeah and, and we and, no but all those all those right. guys they're like the dudes that got all the fucking black homies from the hood that hang out all the time and shit like and meanwhile these super vocally anti-racist people don't have a single black friend they don't right, go to the right. they don't go to the hood they, they think the they can away. dance huh they think they can dance oh yeah sure they can sure they <laughs> right can. i can't dance i went to florida I was in Pensacola, Florida, and I went out with a bunch of libertarians from the, the Libertarian Party of Florida uh, State Convention, and they wanted to go to this road in Pensacola, Florida, where all these clubs and bars and shit were, and there was one that was all black, right? Like an all black club, and I was like fucking beeline for it, and they were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, dude, this is my fuck. this is like where I grew up. This is like my, this is how I grew up and, and, uh, and fucking, I was in there and like, yeah, dude, like I like knew all the music and fuck, I was having a blast and they were like visually astonished at me. They were like, how do you, what is going on? I'm like, dude, I grew up in fucking Oakland, California, bro. This is like home to me. That's Legitimately. That's my culture, dude. You know? So it was always, it's funny to me to see the, the anti-racist people who are, don't know a single black person. Wouldn't go into a club like that for guaranteed. I, yeah. I, I've been to like two clubs in my life and I was extremely uncomfortable with both of them. <laughs> they were both in Des Moines. I just was like awkward, like I can't hear anything over the sound of this music. Yeah. The entire objective here is to get drunk and get laid, and I don't want to yeah. do either of those things. I, I had the same at, exact experience at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. It's like, oh. It's so loud in here. I don't, I don't, um, I don't, uh, go to clubs to get laid. Like that's never, I like, I'm, I'm legit like, yeah, the fucking, I got the loud music. I like, I love that shit. It makes, I feel the bass on my chest. You know what I mean? And I, because I'm not vaccinated, like I don't have to worry about dying from it. So I, in, I think it was like sixth or seventh grade, we had like a school dance and I legitimately had a panic attack because the music was too loud. <laughs> I sat in a bathroom stall shaking. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, I, I didn't wow, realize dude. it was a panic attack till like 15 years later. Bro, I, but I was like, oh my God. I did bro. that once. I did that once at a rave, but it was because I took way too much ecstasy, dude. Like, <laughs> way too much ecstasy. Like, bro. like we went to yeah, Subway went over party and in before USA. we hit the rave at like midnight. And I was eating Subway and I was like, all right, I'm going to take these pills now. And I took like four of them. And then I went to the, I, I was in the medical tent, dude. At the rave, like, please fucking and help me. It was me. so beautiful. I don't know which it way was so beautiful. Anymore. <laughs> I'm fucked up. It was terrifying. I've actually never, never taken XC, XC again. That was the last time I it's ever a, did XC as an adult. I would love to take XC, oh, but I've never a, done a, it. A teenager, I guess. Oh, Chase. Chase says he's a virgin on the XC. 
Yeah, I've never done. Oh, I see. Yeah. I'd love to do. Um, Are I'd love to do. Can you hear too. Oh, I highly, highly recommend. Highly you, recommend. You can hear him. Yeah. All of a sudden, I can't hear the guy. I've been talking like crazy, bro. Now I can hear him. You've just been talking over him for 20 no, minutes. no. That was really weird. I couldn't. All of a sudden, I couldn't hear you anymore. My audio is being weird. I don't know. Uh, Something wrong with my voice? No, no. There. No, it sounds perfectly <laughs> fine, dude. I as a as a guy who's been smoking Marble Reds for twenty five years, I uh, I think it's about it seventy fine. years. Oh, I don't know. Can you guys hear him? Yeah, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, yeah, I can hear him now. Here is dulcet. He's got uh, that. Chase, do you support the uh, the MDMA and uh, psilocybin movement as far as like treating P PTSD and trauma in people? Are you a believer in that? So I haven't actually read any of the studies myself, but my intuition is that it's legit. Gotcha. Yeah, Chase's Chase's. Um... That's just a follow-up question because you said you never like, did it. So. I don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna do yeah. my best to explain Chase right never now. Had Chase, the chance. Chase is, is a, a pretty right-leaning gentleman. Yeah. Uh, but also big on on civil liberties. I I would venture to call him a libertarian without him using that title. Right, Chase? What do you say? Yeah, that's probably pretty close. Pretty I, close call, right? I consider myself a populist. Right. But right. that's got a little bit of a socialist connotation that I don't like. But well, and, and I can't I've, call I've myself a nationalist about... because then I would be a Hitler. Well, I've talked about populism on the show quite a bit too, because it's such a bad, like the, it's it's got such a bad like vibe around it in the libertarian movement. Let's Every, talk about that. Well, and I and, and I have too, right? So populism is just literally politics playing on on the fears and needs and wants of the people. I mean, that's really what it is. And somehow libertarians have got it in their mind that populism is this like evil, terrible fucking thing. And I'm like, you're never right. gonna win without populism. That's just well, the nice thing, the convenient thing about populism is that it's very difficult for leftists to be critical of a populist because they have to be antagonistic toward the people in the rhetoric. So it's almost like a clever sort of just branding kind of switch trick. Um, but I, I'm of the belief that populism, true populism is impossible without a um, solid conviction for individual rights because you can't have a great people without great individuals, right? Right. Nobody's defined by the group that they're in. The group is made by the individuals that compose it. And so if you believe in things like self-actualization, actually making a people better, and you realize that in order for someone to reach self-actualization, they have to have the freedom to do what it takes, then honestly, the only true way to be a populist is to be an individualist, in my opinion. Well, and that, that kind of harkens to the, the when, I had Pat, when I had Patrick Smith on, um, we were talking, because you know, he's super anti-politics. Yeah. I'm was pro libertarian politics, obviously, but I'm I'm more anti politics these days. Obviously, I'm anti democracy almost in, entirely. I think it's really led to where we're at today. Uh, it's sure. also it's a leading cause of tyranny. Yeah, it's I mean it's what led to the fall of Rome, really, at the end of the yeah. day, right? And so, um, and so I, I I've become more anti. But I asked him, I said, you know, but outside of politics, what is your what is your biggest uh, uh, opinion on how to how to change? you know, change society or whatever. And he, he said, dude, you can't change anything until you've worked on yourself. He said, yeah. he said, and, and I, I got, I came to this, this, this conclusion where it's like, it's true that if you have a shitty looking house, your community gets shittier and everybody else starts acting shittier and that's how it works. So you improve yourself. You have a happy life. You have a happy uh, family. You take care of your house. You take care of your own personal shit and your community to people around you want to do the same thing. Right. And, and that's, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of harkens to that same point, right? Like, like you can't, you can't have a, a society of people who are doing good things if you aren't doing good things. Right. 
And that's the truth. Exactly. That's really how it works. And, and populism is not a bad word. And we need to stop acting like it's a bad fucking word in the libertarian movement. Cause it's not, it's literally trying to change society by, you know, uh, playing on the, the fears and, and wants and needs of, of people. And, and a lot of those are very good people who have very serious, uh, you know, concerns. And, uh, so if it's a legitimate concern though, I mean, that's, that's what I'm trying to say is where it's demonized. There's a legitimate concern amongst people. So, right. Well, when you think of populism, you think of like, it it comes from the same root as like the people. Right. And so it's got a connotation of collectivism with it. And I think that's part of the reason why there's antagonism toward it is because people think that populism is a path to collectivism and entitlement programs and reduction in, in liberty. But, but, I, but my point is that you can't really be a populist if you don't believe in individual rights because your people are going to be shittier as a whole if their individuals suck, right? right? Like, if, like you could call Mao a populist because he's the leader of the CCP and it's a collectivist movement, but his people are working for pennies on the dollar and jumping out of skyscrapers into nets. Right. Well, now they're getting locked down and now they're getting locked down in their fucking houses again. Did you see that video of that, that woman falling out of the window? Yes. Dude, hard Crazy to watch. Shit crazy hard shit. to watch you know to watch all videos you know what's going on in china right now they're welding doors shut yeah. to the buildings but they did this they did this in 2020 i know they did the same doing thing. Again. yeah they do it again bro it joshua grew up in oakland bro yeah i grew up in oakland we've been, we've been welding our door shut for a long time <laughs> you, you know there's no house there's no houses in my neighborhood without bars on the windows you know what i'm saying dude? they're legit i've lived in neighborhoods where every single house in the entire neighborhood has bars on the windows like i've really grew i've grown up in neighborhoods like that that's why when people are like, oh, dude, we're in the hood in Des Moines. Yeah. Like, the fucking what? <laughs> I haven't even seen one window with bars. Yeah. Oh, there, there are parts of Des Moines. Oh, God, here we go. Every time. There, there the... are bars, Actually, bars on all the windows. Actually, there's a, there's a, there t- there's a TJ Maxx. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a Ross Dress for Less here. This is the ghetto. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's not a single street in this entire city that I won't walk down. Not one. At night. At night, not one, not a single Even, one. And I'm telling about, you right like, now, wearing something scandalous. Yeah, like, what if you're dressed real slutty? Streets, I, I would be, I would be wary about forest between like no. 29. I've never, I, I, there's not one part of this city that I would not walk around at really? at night. Not one, not one. And I'm telling you this as somebody who knows for a fact that if I took you, you specifically, Ryan maybe not you, but you to any, some parts of the neighborhoods that I grew up in, you would be like locking the doors. Get me the fuck out of here. We need to leave right now, dude. I walked through the French quarter at two o'clock in the morning from bourbon street to a shitty $20 a night hotel, 18 blocks through the French quarter by myself, dude. Okay. I'm not afraid to walk through any fucking part of Des Moines, Iowa, dude, not a single, not anywhere, not anywhere in this whole state. Not, pl- not a single place. Guaranteed. Not one. There's not one that scares me. Not a single one. Where would be a place that you'd be afraid to walk through? South side of Chicago, for sure. I wouldn't be walking through there at night. Parts of Compton. You, old Kingston, parts of Compton. Jamaica. Old parts of Compton, old parts of East LA. Uh, there were parts of, of, of Oakland that I wouldn't walk through at night. East Oakland, especially like 77th and International. That area. Bad. Pennsylvania Avenue on January 6th. What? Ooh. No, I would have. I would have done that. That's here's the fucked up thing. Had had I been able to get there, I probably would have done that. I probably would have been there, for sure. 
for sure. Speaking of January sixth, it's coming. Did up. you know that I? Did you know that no one has said, "Let's go, Brandon," more than me in the whole world. You and Cold World, the rapper. Do you, do you remember when I? Uh, re, did you know that I did that live stream for seven and a half hours, just saying, "Let's go, Brandon." Over oh, and over again that's last right. 6th. I fucking forgot about that. You like set a world record, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know anyone else that said it over twenty five thousand times. That's right. I forgot. I forgot that you did that, dude. I yeah, did me, yeah. Bring me up to speed on this. He what? did a he did a live stream for seven and a half hours where he I had like no followers in the whole time. What? Yeah. I even took a shit in the middle of it and brought my phone into the bathroom. So I'm going, dude. I'm telling. I dead serious. I I remember that. I remember I clicked onto that stream several times. I'm like, he's still fucking saying it. Oh, I should have gone longer. I don't know how uh, I forgot about that. That was legendary, dude. Should I break the record this year? You should. You should do another. You should do it like a ten hour. See, but, but the let's go Brandon thing isn't a trend now. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if there's. A, I wonder what else there is that you could do instead this year. <laughs> yeah, myocarditis. Speaker of the house. Speaker of the house. Yeah, we got. Oh, we got to talk about speaker of the house before we go to. We're getting to the end of this thing, but it's speaker. It's I hardly know her. It's hung. There's no speaker, right? Huh? There's no speaker. No. And it's kind of... No, they have. We haven't seen any smoke from the Vatican yet, so yeah, we won't know. Hold till tomorrow. Yeah. We don't know if the speaker's a boy or a girl. <laughs> well, no, we Wait, we. No, that's for their. No, no, no. We can't. We're not allowed to. We're not allowed to say whether the speaker's a boy or a girl. We have to let them choose. Right. Yeah. Whatever their truth is. Yeah. Uh, who Who do you think it's going to be, Chase? I have no idea. They're and talking about frankly, McCarthy. I'm so disenfranchised with both political parties that I don't even care anymore. Yeah. I hope it's Kanye. Dude. Well, they said Kevin McCarthy, and I'm like, I don't know. Oh, even better, Fetterman. Yeah, that's the, I, there is a real push to try and get John Fetterman to be the Speaker of the House. And I, Every time I hear his name, I think about Pearl Jam. I would, I would support Fetterman as Speaker of the House. I would, too. Legitimately. Because it would finally be the fucking clown circus it deserves. And it, it would be amazing to watch the media try to spin it, spin everything he does in a positive light. Dude, it would be so funny. It, it, it would never happen incredible. in a million years because even his Democrat cronies know how fucking retarded he is. You know what I mean? Like they know. But but they. It's not a question of pumping him with drugs like they do with Joe. No. They can't pump yeah, enough drugs in no. to make the words come out in the right order. No. That doesn't happen. And that guy's that guy's like literally one cigarette and a half a beer away from passing out like Damar did. In just the, the guy game. at the party that you won't shut up and you're just like, go to bed, shut up. I'm telling you, that guy that guy's a half a cigarette and a, and a half a beer away from from just seizing out on national television, guaranteed. Because yeah. already had a stroke, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why he's all fucked up. Yeah, that's why he's all fucked up. He wasn't fucked up like that before he had the stroke. No, I don't think so. Oh, he may have been. I don't know. The guy, no, the, guy the guy, literally is the guy's literally like goes to the White House wearing fucking shorts, dude. Like, I, I mean, yeah, I can't. I just, I, don't know. I, I mean, Herschel Walker, yes, yeah, so Herschel Walker would have been a better choice, even. I mean, of course, he didn't win either. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think, Chase? Who do you think it should be? Oh, Donald Trump should be Donald Trump. That would be fucking hilarious. I'd like him to be speaker rather than a candidate for president. Yeah, that'd be a good one. But if I had to pick someone who already lives there, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, mm. Fuck, I don't even. You don't have to though. It can be anybody in the United States. I know States. it could be anybody. That's a lot. Of, that's something other people don't know. It doesn't have to be someone from the House to be speaker of the House. It could well, be anybody. Who's What's the best? The who's the best congressman? That's the question. Well, that's that's not a. I mean, there's no question. Oh, 
Massey? Of course. There you go. Should be Massey then. Yeah. It's not even close. Forget about it. I mean, I don't even think there's a congressman that's close to being as good as, as Massey, as Thomas Massey. And he'd be a good speaker because he would talk shit because he, he gets sassy with Massey. I mean, really all the speaker does, as I understand it, though, is, is appoint the committee members, right? Set up the committees and appoint the committee members. Yeah, they appoint the committees and then uh, they do, I mean, they do speak on the, at the House a lot. I mean, yeah, so though, like, who cares? Did you see that they like, removed the, the metal detectors today? And Laura, oh, shit. They removed the metal detectors today and Laura Bobert was making a video and she's all, we're turning this back into the people's house. And I was like... I was like, oh, that's great. Is the metal, are the metal detectors just for uh, us now? Because if so, it's not the people's house. You're still going to have us go through. Yeah, they're going to still going to be the entrance, right? Yeah, you're, no, they took them out for, for, the, for the Congress people, right? The house. They took it out for the house today because they okay. had put it in there because Lauren Bobert kept coming in with her gun and shit. Right? Yeah. Okay. Those metal detectors are, saying... are the only reason the January Sixers weren't armed. Right. Like all yeah, of the, the I'm with metal. Chase right now. What are you talking about? They just removed all the metal detectors on January 3rd. Yeah, on January 3rd, doing? right? Yeah, they did. They did, yeah. Maybe wait Those a few shit? days. Yeah. Are you telling me uh, that Congress can't be armed? So, so here's the thing. Um, <laughs> you're allowed to be armed in Washington, D.C. if you're a congressperson. Pretty much the only way you can carry a gun there. Isn't that? Bro, I would be. I'd be rocking a musket. <laughs> it, it says right oh, here. Cool. Hey, excuse me. It says right here in the Constitution. Cannon. It says. Yeah. It says right here in the Constitution. Yeah. Yeah. No, they took. I watched them on video. They were taking the metal detectors out of the house today. Yeah, because because Pelosi's gone. So and she was the one that had them installed. He was afraid of him. Uh, I don't. Know, I don't know if that's a good. It's my favorite holiday, one six. I can't talk a lot about it on YouTube, unfortunately. I lose the YouTube. I can. I will go hard on it on Twitter. There's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, I wish we could. Show. I do have a third. Oh, here we go. This guy is fucking <laughs> Chinese. This video of the shaman coming in. Hey, what's up, guys? That guy was. Wild. And then the guy was like, "I got shot in the face with a plastic bullet." <laughs> and then the, the guard comes in and says. He says, can I have you guys please leave? This is the Senate chambers. Yeah, we've been making sure nobody's disrespecting the place. He's wow. like, because this is the most sacredest place. It's sacredest. And it's their was, fucking, the it's clip. their, it's their temple, dude. It is. It's not, it's supposed yeah, to be the people's house, but it's not. It's, it's their temple. It's their, if you desecrate their temple, if you're one of the unclean that desecrate their temple, you're a criminal and you're going to prison without due process. Yeah. I want to. I, now I just want to get elected there so I can go in and take a sad dump. <laughs> like, I, shoot, I shoot at the house. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm. I may. You know. I may run for Congress in the next. The next election for Congress here. Oh, I, th right. I thought about yeah, it a lot. Yeah. But Axney didn't chance. win though. So. Yeah. That was the thing. Oh, I may not run actually now because Axney lost. Right. No, actually, no. no you have to run against uh, Chelsea. That's yeah. That's that's uh. That's for house. No, no, that's for state that's state that's state senator. State she's a state senator. Yeah, because Celsi did win, so I'll run. I'll run against her. Is probably okay. who I'm going to run against. But no, I was originally if if Axney won, I was going to run against her in two years. Oh, gotcha. Because okay. I because I I wanted to get rid of the only Democratic uh, uh, senator that we had or Congressperson that we had yeah. in 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 Iowa. But Iowa sent zero Democrats to Washington. None. None. Zero. Not a single one. It's Pretty insane. based, dude. Pretty based. That's why the roads. That's why all the streets are safe. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, and there's is is a lot more to it than that too. We have constitutional carry. They just yeah. they just put in the uh, they just put in our state constitution uh, that you know the the strict scrutiny uh, for any violations of the of the Second <laughs> Amendment. I mean, now they're talking about trying to pass something to uh, completely nullify any federal gun laws in Iowa. I mean, they're it's it's pretty base state, dude. It is okay. So it's I cool. was. I was at the mechanic because we finally found a car and I was sitting, sitting there waiting and I was doing work and they had the news on and there was this segment about like, Oh yes, strict scrutiny passed. And they were like, don't worry. This organization and this organization and this organization are currently figuring out ways to like find loopholes or word things so we can get past that. That's cool. We'll fight them too. Fuck them. Okay. So we've already found all the loopholes. Don't worry. Yeah, there's, there's already there. loopholes. Yeah, they can't. We're going to find the loopholes to hit. No, you're not. No, you're not. There's no loopholes for people that don't comply. So consider yeah. that, your lawmakers in Iowa. There's, there's, no, there's no law you can come up with for people that don't comply with your dumb shit. Right. I wish the Republicans would start countering, like, okay, so do you believe that no black person in America should be able to have an AR-15? Yeah, exactly. They have to, they'd have to answer it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's exactly. Yeah. Right. Like it's like. I think every the, family. I should. I think we should have compulsory AR-15 ownership in the United States. I got one. I think it's Wait, compulsory. Don't say that, Chase. Don't tell people you have one. But I'm telling everybody. I want them to come for me. Uh, and Chase, like I got another question for you. So, would you support? So, when felons are re- released from prison, depending on the state, there's different legal things they got to jump through to get their gun rights back. Would you support? Uh, having their Second Amendment rights returned to them when they complete their sentences. The you're either free or you're either free or you're not. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I haven't I heard so. a good argument for that. And my question was: Does anybody really think that having that law in place prevents gun crimes? Right. Do you really There's think so the felon's going to go into an FFL and fill out paperwork and? Perform a felony doing that and then get denied and not get the gun. Yeah, Hunter Biden got one. He said a lie. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Does anybody think that law actually does no, anything? Absolutely not. It's from '68, I think. Yeah. 1960. Well, I have no, I have no problems, no problem with criminals having guns. I have a problem with innocent people not being able to have one. Yeah, that's my, that's my point. Yeah, know. you know, the only time a nuclear bomb was ever used was when only one country had one. That's true. That's true. And the, wow, that's, that's a, true that's a, and incredibly based. Holy <laughs> shit! I've never, I've never heard that uh, argument before. I'm gonna. That's I'm Chase Geyser original. I've been smoking seventy years. I know. I know my shit. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Good definitely. Point, uh, I'm definitely gonna have to use that one. I've never. You can steal I've it. Heard I won't get pissed. Yeah. You can have it. You can even um, pretend that you made it up. I'm no, kidding. no. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna always. Every single time I say it, I'm gonna give you credit for it. Tribute oh, to like that. Abraham Lincoln or like Ulysses S. Grant or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, yeah, give me one second for, uh, for a word from our sponsor. Guys, go check out Peace Hawk Coffee uh, with the small coffee roasting business. Peace Hawk will sell delicious micro-batch roasted coffee online while donating at least $1 of every pound sold to worthy foreign aid organizations like Yemen Relief and Reconstruction Foundation, who's expressed support for this project, by the way. Uh, while our initial focus will be on Yemen, Ethiopian coffee, they'll also have some affordable Central American varieties available too. However, Peace Hawk will always donate at least $1 from every pound sold to worthy foreign aid organizations. When you buy Peace Hawk coffee, you're not only buying co- great coffee, you 
you have a chance to support the economies of countries struggling against the effects of war, support stellar private aid foundations doing life-saving work abroad, and support stateside peace activists like myself and everybody who's ever been on the show, and my friend Will, who started this great company. Uh, the name Peace Hawk will be the counter to the War Hawk, who is aggressively pro-war. This company will be aggressively pro-peace. Sign up for their email list today at peacehawk.coffee uh, to get updates when this stuff goes live. Seriously good coffee. We have three bags of it right now. I'm, I'm drinking it every day. I love it. Uh, go check it out. I promise you it's good. Uh, let's check in with Chase. Oh, he's having a regular one today. So what do you guys do on January 6th? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> there goes the YouTube channel. It's gone. It's, it's gone, gone, dude. No. It's I... gone, Chase. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the face to the laugh. I love yeah. it. I had uh, That's the best. No, I I'm not going. Everybody, That's E-Ross Dust cover. Yeah, that is That's nice. That's like that. pretty dope. It's not my first not time right. having someone uh, pop on with a with a, a firearm. I had uh, Stephen McKayla popped on and did a Taliban accent with a, a tiki torch. I don't think McDonald's. it's against the, it's not against the rules, is it? No, you have sixteen yeah. inch. I'm guess it's, it's a sixteen inch with a, a carbine gas system. I don't even know, bro. I do have to. If there's a gun in a video uh, that I do, I do have to like click an extra box when I put the right. You know the, the it's airsoft. It's only for the trigger warnings. It's only for monetization. Yeah. They because certain there's certain advertisers that won't uh, that don't want to advertise if you have guns in your video. Right. It's, well, you could you can clip that little bit out. No, I'm, I'm keeping that. Fuck that. No. Okay. That's cool. awesome. We're at the end of this thing, Chase. Uh, before we before we go, uh, we are going to do a short, a very short members only show uh, after this for 15 minutes or so. If you're down, but uh, yep. why don't you let everyone know where they can find you, listen to you, support you, all that good stuff. Find me on Twitter at Real Chase Geyser, R E A L C H A S E G E I S E R, or go to One American with an N podcast.com. And I'd really appreciate YouTube subscriptions because it's a nightmare to build a following with the kind of opinions that I harbor. I had Steve Bannon on my podcast and I think I had 900 views. So it's a tough place, and uh, any any YouTube subscriptions or uh, Twitter follows would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, it is. It is very very hard on YouTube, and it's. Uh, I used to I used to harp on the Twitter to YouTube pipeline and how hard that is to to yeah. actually do, and and yeah. that's that's true for you as well because you have one hundred and twenty nine thousand followers on Twitter, something, something like that, something and, like that, and it's yeah. hard to get people to leave Twitter and come watch you on YouTube. I don't get it. I don't understand why. It's wow. Hard. I think it's because people only have so many hours in the day yeah. and we're competing with the Tim casts and the Joe Rogan's for the three hours that people allocate to whatever their favorite. Yeah, but we're better than really Tim cast. We're way better than Tim cast. Yeah. I don't know oh, that we're yeah. better than Rogan, but we're definitely better than Tim cast. There's I, I don't care what anybody says. Oh, and by the way, when they mention us on Tim cast, Hey Tim, we love you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> But we are. We we have the format. I am the superior Ian. Yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, I I have my own Ian Crossland in studio. Um, we will battle to yeah, the death. Yeah, me and I have my own. Ian. I have my own dorky Ian Crossland in here. Ian, Ian, the other Ian, yeah. the other the Ian on uh, Tim Pool called out uh, Mises Caucus the other night. Yeah, well, the, we've had. I, like, I really like those guys. Well, we've had Angela McArdle's been on the show there. Yeah. Uh, they've had uh, Dave Smith, Scott Horton, uh, a lot of a, First time I heard Ian actually fight it. A lot of the caucus has been on there. So, I'm the only one they have not invited on yet. Go figure. I got Angela to follow me back on Twitter uh, by. Really <laughs> she was gay. tweeting out about Ian Crossland, oh. and I just kept responding nice. like I was. Nice. Him. Nice. I like it. <laughs> Well, Chase, I, man, I appreciate you coming on, dude. If you just give us a couple minutes to close it out, uh, we'll we'll get the, sure. the members only stream started. Thanks, brother. Guys, great show tonight.
Chase is Chase is great, man. I love that guy to death. If if you guys are not following Chase, if you're not watching his show, his show is actually really really good. He's he's got a great setup too. Uh, we're still doing the show, dude. Are you gonna wait? Can we close it out. Jesus, dude. You gotta close the show out, man. This isn't the this isn't the members only stream where we just end it, okay? Uh, uh, before we go, do you guys do you got anything? I mean, follow me on Twitter at bulldoggamer28. Yeah, that's it. Hey, what about you, buddy? You got anything for me? Oh, yeah. uh, poison tip on Twitter. I'm gonna get the blue check mark. I'm down with the Twitter now. I'm gonna follow you guys. Yeah. Uh, poison underscore tip. Poison underscore. He's got yeah. a poison tip. Oh, yeah, Scorpion, sure. He wasn't talking about his dick, I'm sure. He's totally not talking about chlamydia. <laughs> I have, uh, I have like... Actually, it, dude, I have herpes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have like, three emails out uh, for guests on Friday. Uh, one of those is Trey. I sure hope he gets back to me because we could have Maj on. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, but now that I have my Twitter back, you can expect uh, a lot of my friends that are bigger guests that I couldn't get a hold of for the last fucking year uh, because I was kneecapped by Twitter uh, for simply suggesting that maybe capital punishment might fit the crime for uh, abusing children but hey that's okay no big deal i love you guys to death uh i will see you on friday we'll have the show announced by tomorrow afternoon regardless of who it is until then don't forget to break the cycle have to explain the lyrics of my last song they seem to contain a violent call to action in the person of the frame but i just landed in minecraft the helicopter part was in reference to gta 5 and the things you do so when any violence you commit i am not an excuse because i just landed in minecraft a chipper is my friend and he's constantly cold Accusations of incitement getting totally old Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft There are nothing I mean, you know it The product is getting close to COVID Holy shit, I think I'm a poet In Minecraft